Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, we know that this is going to be an awesome year. Yes, we are in a valley right now, but when we come out, it's going to be a new beginning for many of us, and it's going to be a great new beginning. Spiritual believers, this virus is not bigger than our God, Daddy God, you hey, vai, hey. The coronavirus is not bigger than Yahshua Amashia, Christ Jesus. The coronavirus is not bigger than Abba Father, Yahweh, you hey, vai, hey. The, the coronavirus is not bigger than Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. God is bigger than this virus. So I mentioned at my last broadcast that God had prepared me for this virus. He had prepared me to envelop my family in Psalms 91, the prayer of protection. He had prepared me by giving me a word, a song about the blood of Jesus. And he given me um, a command. He had given me uh, a request. He had given me something to help fortify my body during this virus. And that was the taking of Holy Communion. So I am, I have been introduced to Holy Communion as a little child. I was raised Roman Catholic and I went to Catholic parochial schools. In the Catholic parochial schools, we went to Mass and they were in Latin at the time when I was growing up. Um, we went to Mass every morning and we took Holy Communion. So I was taught that you need to be um, very careful when you take Holy Communion. It is a very sacred act. I was taught as a little child that you shouldn't eat before you take Holy Communion. Um, I was taught that you need to reflect on your sins and ask for forgiveness before you take Holy Communion. So I had been indoctrinated with that. And of course, as I grew in my faith, my love for Christ Jesus, I um, decided to um, look at some of the Protestant faith. And um, I enjoy um, each one that I've studied and, and learned some valuable things from each one. Right now, I am sitting under Pastor Steve and Yvonne Dow, which is a Pentecostal um, church. My grandmother um, was a Pentecostal minister. So as a very early age, I was very, you know, comfortable with uh, my grandmother speaking in tongues, laying, putting oil on me, praying for me and my brothers and my mother and father. I was very comfortable with the Catholic priests. So I had a very interesting background as a child. And I remember at three years old, my grandmother poured oil on my head like King David, started speaking in tongues, and I don't know what was decreed and declared over me, but there was a definitely a plan and a purpose for me 
um, in this world. And my mother um, is an awesome woman and she was actually going into her sophomore year in college when she um, got pregnant with me and sacrificed going back to college to have me. So I am so grateful to my mother, Esther Williams. My father who raised me was James Williams and he was the the love of my life and um, he passed away on 26 16. It was a very interesting um, household. I had two um, brothers. I still have one brother. Um, my middle brother, the brother that's closest to me, um, passed away in 2017, Levi Williams. And so I um, have a, um, a really um, interesting background as far as my uh, family life and my relationship um, with the church um, and relationship with Christ Jesus, the Father and the Holy Spirit. So as I grew, I learned something about um, Holy Communion. And what I learned was that I learned this through Joseph Prince, which I say that he basically saved my life in a very, very dark, dark time when I was uh, had been married for over 25 years by that time and was approaching 30 years of marriage when um, my former husband, Warren C. Davis Jr., was going through a midlife crisis and I didn't realize it. And the long and short of it is I got the boot. <laughs> but it, it's okay. I mean, I... He is a great guy. I would have never married him if he wasn't a great guy. And, you know, Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. And he's coming after every marriage. That's why God has commissioned me to write the book on how to divorce proof your marriage. So that's something that I should be getting done soon. But the long and short of it is I was introduced to Pastor Joseph Prince, the grace, the the whole doctrine of grace, which I had no clue about. I had a mixed theology uh, of the Old Testament and the New Testament, and I mixed the law with grace. And guess what? You nullify both of them when you do that. So I had an education and a very sharp learning curve where I learned about the covenant of grace, the new, co- the new testament, the, the covenant of grace that, um, Paul preached and taught the church, the new fledgling church. And I learned that when I take Holy Communion now, yes, I, you know, I, I, I do understand that it is sacred and it is holy, but I need to discern, discern and take it worthily, which means not about my sins because my sins have already been paid for in full by the blood of my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. When I say take it worthily, I was taught by Joseph Prince that taking it worthily is to understand the difference between the bread, which represents Christ Jesus' body, that he could have went straight to the cross, but there's a reason why he was scourged. There was a reason why he was whipped. There was a reason why he was given a crown of thorns. There was a reason why this happened to his body because when he went through this, he took our shame, he took our rejection, he took our sickness, he took our deed, our, 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 um, diseases. He took every 
every malady, every curse on this earth that Satan has subjected mankind to, including the coronavirus, he took it all in his body. And so, and he did this for every man, woman, and child on planet earth. So it is finished. When he said it is finished on the cross, he did this for you. He did this for me. So when we take, and he said, when you, he, he was actually doing the Passover feast and it was the third cup because in the Passover feast, they have, uh, I believe it's three cups of wine and it was the third cup and that's the cup of redemption, right? And so it was the third cup that Christ Jesus instituted Holy Communion, right? And so what happened was, and that, that was true for me and many people who take Holy Communion, we didn't discern the difference between the bread and the wine. And when I mean discern, taking it worthily, that we sit and we meditate and we acknowledge that Christ Jesus did an awesome thing for each and every one of us. Not only did he give us eternal life forever and ever, restored us back into the arms of Abba Father, Yuhei Daddy, Abba, he gave us heaven on earth right now. That's right. You know, I listen to um, people like um, Andrew Womack who say, no germ can touch my body and live. That comes straight out of the word. Um, a mighty man of God named um, Lake, I think it was George George Lake. He actually, um, oh no, I'm sorry. It was John, John G. Lake. John G. Lake actually went to South Africa where there was a massive plague that was wiping, very contagious, was wiping everybody out. And he went in there and they helped bury the dead and help people. And he had no vaccine. He had nothing. And they were thinking that he was going to drop dead when they found he hadn't had taken a vaccine. But the word of God was so strong in this man that he said, no plague can touch my body, no virus, no, no, no bacteria, nothing can touch my body that is that is trying to kill me and live. It will die. And he proved it by actually putting his finger on a slide where they recently had a person that had died and they had the actual virus on the slide. And when he touched the slide, the bacteria died. So. This is the supernatural. Of course, as Christians, we need to walk in wisdom. We need to obey the law. We need to cover our mouths and then we need to what? Do the social distancing thing. We need to wash our hands and things like that. But we have something even higher than that, which is the supernatural, which is what Christ Jesus died on the cross for us to have. So basically, what I'm saying to you is that when you correctly discern the body of Christ, yes, you, you don't need to be so sin conscious because it's not about your sins. Your sins have been covered by the blood of Christ Jesus. That's why God had given me the song about his blood because he wanted me to be conscious of the power of his blood. And then you need to be conscious about what he did, how he took our sickness and disease, how he took our lack and poverty, how he took every foul demonic curse on this earth into his body so that we would not have to have this 
these curses, this these sickness, this disease, this lack of poverty. Now, he did the great exchange, the divine exchange, where he took all the bad and gave us all his good. That's right. He gave us all his good for sickness and disease. He gave us healing and supernatural health for lack and poverty. He gave us riches and wealth. I mean, it is amazing. For rejection, he gave us the spirit of rejection. He took that. He gave us the spirit of love and acceptance. Wow. Um, For shame and guilt, he gave us love, his divine love and caring for us. Oh man, this is this is too good to be true, but it's true. Christ Jesus did this for us. The Father did this for us. The Lord God Holy Spirit did this for us. So, we have to recognize that when we take the Holy Communion. And when we recognize that we sit in heavenly places right Now, what do you mean by that, Dr. Davis? I mean that we are supernatural, spiritual beings in a earth suit. We are already in eternity. Our spirit communes with the Father, communes with Christ Jesus, communes with the Lord God, Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. So our spirits can never be contaminated by any sin that we would do after we get saved. Now, we have a soul. That is what's getting contaminated. And so we have to sit under the word and get washed with the word and live the word. Have our minds transformed into the mind of Christ Jesus. This is how we are able to have heaven on earth. So, Once again, going back to Holy Communion and the part about sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So we actually right now, those of us who have accepted Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior, we sit right now in heavenly places. So what does that mean, Dr. Davis? That means that I can sit at the banquet table and sup with Jesus anytime. Sometimes I'm like Mary, I'll be at my own, I'll be in the spirit and I'll be at Jesus' feet looking up at him as he sits at the right hand of the Father. Sometimes I climb into the arm of Daddy, Abba Father Ua Vahe, when I'm so worn out by this world and this world system, right? And so I get my spirit revitalized, refreshed, and come back anew doing the great exploits for Christ Jesus. But it's not so much doing for Jesus. It's about being with Jesus. It's not so much doing with the Father, doing for the Father. It's about being with Daddy God, Yuhevahe. It's not so much doing for the Lord God, Holy Spirit. It's about being with the Lord God, Holy Spirit. That's right. They want to be with us. They want a intimate relationship with us. And... One of the ways, one of the supernatural ways God was to establish Holy Communion. And so now with this newfound knowledge of the intimacy and the great exchange, and it's it's about correctly discerning the body and correctly discerning the blood, and then taking that and recognizing that I sit in heavenly places right now in Christ Jesus, and in sitting in heavenly places, 
I have access to all of Christ Jesus' riches and wealth, healing and health. And I can not only go, not only get these, these wonderful blessings, these, these gifts from the Father, these gifts from my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, these gifts from the Lord God Holy Spirit from myself, I can get these gifts for others. I can sit in the Holy of Holies. I can sit in the in the Most High. I can sit in heavenly place with Christ Jesus, and I am welcome to go dine at the table of the Lord and sup with Him and commune with Him. And then I can go upstairs to where there are the vats. Um, the vats are where the precious jewels and gold and silver and the wine and um, and wool and flax and all these wonderful things, um, treasures that we need on earth. And I can go in the spirit realm and pour those vats down onto me and my household and people that God has given me stewardship over. So that's where I'm headed next, um, spiritual believers. That's where I'm headed next, um, listeners, is that I'm going to soak and commune and spend more time in the heavenly places and fellowship more with my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, fellowship more with my Father, Daddy God, you have fellowship more with my Lord God, Holy Spirit, and recognize that it's only through Christ Jesus. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Only through Him to the Father, which is our ultimate goal, right? To be with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so, I recognize that this Holy Communion, when God gave me the the um, command to start taking Holy Communion again, but with the correct way, discerning it properly, of course, in reverence, but more so understanding what he did for me, what he did for you. He took everything for us, the worst things that have happened to us and will happen to us. Jesus has paid the price for it all and has given us his very best. Wow. And so when I take the bread now, and I'll give you a perfect example. When I was in the 19, I think it was 1990s, I haven't had many visions. Visions are a rare thing for me. I have lots of dreams, but visions, and that's when you're awake. And I never forget, I was at one of my favorite ice cream places, and I was getting, um, I think it was a quarterback crunch or something like that, Baskin Robbins. I love Baskin Robbins. And I was getting a quarterback crunch, and I had a brownie. And I actually was just chowing away, and I looked down on my left leg, and in the spirit, there was a black snake wrapped around my left leg. Well, immediately, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. I put, I threw away that brownie, I threw away that ice cream, and I started monitoring my sugar intake. God had already talked to me about that. So I had made a radical change, but I still, you know, it's hard to totally eradicate it out of your diet in, in America. We've got weddings, we've got Birthday parties, we, we celebrate a lot, and we celebrate a lot with what? Sweets. And so, as I grew and, and grew stronger in the Lord, and, and you know, we walked away from a lot of things that God told me that were weights, that were things I was still struggling with the sugar, but things, but I, you know, I was, had, had 
definitely cut back tremendously from my intake of sugar. But one of the things that was happening was I was having a lot of pain in my left leg. And especially after I got hit by this Mack truck in 2016, just before my father passed away. And so the other night I was laying in the bed and my leg was throbbing and I was praying. And I told, I said, God, I said, Lord Christ Jesus, you died on the cross for me. You took all my pain, all my sickness and disease. Now I want the great exchange. I want your left leg. For my left leg. <laughs> and I went to sleep. And when I woke up the next morning, the pain was gone. And so now I'm saying, okay, God, you take my sinuses, you take my thyroid, you take my lungs, my heart. I want all of your body parts. <laughs> you take my body parts. So it's like, it was a miracle, really. And it's because I'm coming into a deeper Understanding a deeper revelation of Holy Communion. And I sometimes take it in the middle or middle of night or something like that, or I'll take it in the morning. Sometimes I'll take it twice a day. Do you know in the first century church, they took Holy Communion not once a day, but several times during the day because they were fellowship from house to house to house taking Holy Communion. What a lot of people don't know is that, and I wanted to share some of these teachings that I got from Joseph Prince, that we need to understand about Holy Communion. Okay? Holy Communion is God's delivery system by which every good provision and blessing that Christ won for us at the cross is released into our lives. Do you understand? It is the delivery system to have all the riches and wealth, all the healing and health. The Holy Communion is the vehicle by which we receive. The other interesting thing is, is that the Holy Communion is a time of receiving every benefit that Jesus died to give you, including healing, wholeness for your mind and body and provision for every kind of lack. Wow. Another thing, when you eat the bread, God wants you to see the bread as the body of Jesus stricken, beaten, torn and broken for you and me. Healing and wholeness. This is how you discern the Lord's body when you partake of the Lord's Supper. When you drink of the cup, be conscious that because the Son of God paid the penalty for your sins, you have been completely forgiven and made righteous. God wants us to understand that the communion is a blessing to be received because of his goodness and Jesus finished work. Partake as often as you can and believe that each time you do, you are receiving more and more of Jesus' divine health into your body. And when you take Holy Communion, you say, right in the presence of our enemies, right in the midst of our symptoms, pains, or lack, God prepares a table, a table for us in the presence of our enemies through Holy Communion. He wants to commune with us. God prepares a table, the communion table before us. And so you 
take the bread, which Jesus raised it up and he gave thanks and praise to the Father because the Father and Jesus were one. And he took that bread and he said, do this in remembrance of me. So we need you. We, we say thank you, Jesus, for your broken body. Thank you for for bearing my symptoms and sicknesses at the cross so that I may have your health and wholeness. I declare that by your stripes, by the beating you bore, by the lashes that fell on your back, I am completely healed. I believe and I receive your resurrection life in my body today. Then you eat the bread. And then... You then next take the cup of the wine or grape juice or whatever you're drinking and you give lifted up and give thanks and praise to the father once again. And you say, thank you, Jesus, for your blood that has washed me whiter than snow. Your blood has brought me forgiveness and made me righteous forever. And as I drink, I celebrate and partake of the inheritance of the righteousness, which includes preservation, healing, wholeness, and all your blessings. So once again, let me read that again. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that has washed me whiter than snow. Your blood has brought me forgiveness and made me righteous forever. And as I drink, I celebrate and partake of the inheritance, the righteousness, which includes preservation, healing, wholeness, and all your blessings. This is the power of Holy Communion. This is the secret of the Holy Communion. It is a fountain of youth. As you get older, you look younger. As you get older, as you eat Holy Communion, your inner person becomes younger and stronger. Okay? So, it is a very powerful, very powerful sacrament. Right? The Eucharist. Right? You want to give thanksgiving for this powerful sacrament that God has what? Given us. Through what? Holy Communion. So, I just wanted to once again share. I wanted to go into a little bit more depth in about Holy Communion and why it's so important and why the enemy is doing everything in his power to keep us away from Holy Communion because it is a delivery system. It is one of the ways God is getting the blessings to you. We need to recognize that we sit in heavenly places. We are a spiritual being in a human earth space suit. And guess what? We need to recognize when we eat Holy Communion, we are celebrating. That was one of the things as a child, I noticed that when we took Holy Communion, because it was so reverence because um, it was so revered in the Catholic faith that it had a solemn, almost sad, sad 
tone to it. And what God showed me was, is that God likes to party. God likes to celebrate. If you notice all of his feasts, there are a lot of dancing and feasting and Jacob. Just think about it. No, it was Isaac. The Holy Spirit brought to me Isaac when it was time for Isaac to give the blessing to Esau. He asked Esau to go and catch um, um, some meat and make his his favorite meal venison with his favorite meal and of course his wife overheard and took a couple of goats and made something and gave it to Jacob to give to Isaac and it's always if you notice if you ever want to get something from your daddy as a little child you always make sure that they're they're fed and that they're nice and happy and then you get the blessings so our father he loves holy communion even though i can understand it it was a very in the in the natural a very awful thing in the sense of what our lord and savior suffered for us but we need to Count it all joy because as Jesus was on the cross, he looked and he, his mind, his spirit basically went beyond his body and he, for the joy of the Lord, because he saw your face and he saw my face and he said, I am doing this so that I can give my dad who he loves so much, daddy, Abba, father, you ain't by his family back, the people of God back to, to the Father because Satan had stolen and not only that was is trying to destroy us if he can so we need to celebrate and count it all joy when we take Holy Communion and now I don't want to not end my broadcast without giving people an opportunity to accept Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So I'm going to read Romans 10, 9. And it is a very um, powerful passage. And basically because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead you will be you are saved so thank you for once again for joining me on enter the glory zone on 94.1 FM wave 94 Fridays at noon thank you Pray.